What's up, Buds? What's up? DJ Boom Daryl brings to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm DJ Boom. I'm Daryl, and this week we want to start off by, uh, I to try not get emotional because I did at work. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the voices of our childhood, Mean Gene Oakland, passed away this week. And, um, 76 years old? 76 years old, yeah. This one was really sad. It was. Um, I mean, this is up there on, like, Roddy Piper, sad for me. This yeah. one. Like, this one, uh, like, my dad barely, never watches wrestling or anything, but he actually brought that up to me that he saw that he passed. Yeah, saw. there was actually a couple people at work. <clears throat> someone would say, hey, Daryl, did you hear Mean Gene? Because they know. And a lot of people I work with were fans of it as kids. Like, right. Know, they got out of it unlike us. Right. And uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, and other people like that don't have, like the one uh, training manager was like, wasn't he the guy that was always interviewing Hulk Hogan back in the day? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And he was awesome. Let me tell you something, me and Gene. <laughs> it's my favorite. So, uh, uh, they're actually uh, bringing back, Hogan's going to be on Raw yeah. this week, if you saw that. Yep. To... In memory or whatever. I actually had that for the so, news, but that's... I, I just figured it fits so. in here. Oh, no, wait, no, yeah. I didn't. That's not my one WWE. Okay. Never mind. No, but... Anyway. So that'll yeah. be interesting. He'll be first time in American soil back in WWE on regular TV. Yeah. We'll see how it's taken by the crowd. I think it is a good way... To bring him back in. To bring in, him yeah. back in, because no one's going to boo him when he's talking about me and Gene, who just passed away. So... Right. I don't <laughs> think he's... I don't think it's going to be that bad of a reception for him. No, I we'll think he's see. gonna get cheered. I do too. I mean, it's he's all fucking Hogan. No matter. I mean, I get he's done some horrible things and said some horrible things, but what he did in that business. Most of us. Yeah, <laughs> I said some really bad things too. Right. I was drunk and didn't mean them, but I said them. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyways, uh, our our thoughts and condolences go out to the family and friends of Mean Gene Oakland. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Rest sure. in peace, my dude. You. All right, so let's get on to some happier talk, and let's talk about how I crushed fucking BJ in the fantasy scores this yeah, week. Sure did, man. Well, we got through Raw, and I thought, yeah. man, I'm, I'm, I was up by like eight points or something. Like this, I think this it was nine, but eight or nine, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking this is looking pretty good. <laughs> then SmackDown happened. SmackDown happened, and I got like uh, fourteen points in the main event or yeah, something. Yeah, it was fucking shit. The main event was a fatal five way. With uh, all five people being on Daryl's team, so I got the multi-man points, the main event points. I got the winner points, the loser points. I got them all. Got them all. (laughs) You didn't get loser points. Got to catch them all. Participation points. Participation points. Yeah. Right. We don't give loser points. We give participation points around here. We do. We do do that. (laughs) You said do. I did. (laughs) I was taking a drink of water. Uh, I said it soon. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So, yeah. so Raw and SmackDown, they were okay. I watched bits and pieces of Raw as I played video games, and SmackDown was really good. Uh, John Cena and Becky Lynch promo. Yeah, together, overall, I didn't get, like I didn't really get bored or feel no. distracted through any of SmackDown. It and, was pretty right. solid. And for the second week in a row, SmackDown beat Raw in the ratings. Yeah, I get it. It's Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve versus Christmas Day and New Year's Day, which. You know, by the end of those days, people were home and relaxed right. and want to watch TV anyway. Right. So, of course it won. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one's going to stay home. No, I fully expect it to go back to normal this week and Raw will be ahead of yeah. SmackDown. Probably not by much. Not by much. This is the week that's Point one, point two, point three. Well, we'll see. 
It's the national championship game on Monday. Oh too. yeah, that believe. could hurt them on Monday too. So it might be one so. more week before they're back truly to that two point three right. to two point five range again. Yeah, we'll see. I think they'll get back to that at least. Hopefully. I don't know. I'm not turning back in live. I don't. Yeah. Until they start making giving me a reason to tune back in live. I, I, I like watching SmackDown live. Me too. But not at all. No. I, just, I mean, either way, I watch all of SmackDown. I'm not usually right. skipping anything except commercials when I don't watch it live. SmackDown's so. worth watching. NXT is must-see. Yeah. 205 Live in the UK is things I should watch, but by the time I muddle through the other stuff, I'm done. That's the problem. We burn ourselves out. We did too much for too long yeah. reviewing every segment of every episode right. of every WWE show. It's just too way too much. It is. And this is much more fun, too, anyways. This is. I like Hopefully it. it's fun for the buns, too. Those fuckers. I don't uh, think they even heard you say that, honestly. Huh? I don't think they heard you oh, say that. I called you guys fuckers. Because <laughs> you were, like, leaned all the way back instead of, like, fuckers. I'll probably hear it with my earbuds on. You won't be able to hear it in the radio. It'll be like Pete Dunn. There we go. I wish they would have edited that a little bit better, but it's a bad phone connection. Yeah. I mean, he's probably in the UK, so. Um, That's true. So, so yeah, yeah, points so was, final score this was 51 to 38. Yeah, so yeah. I, I crushed it. Yeah. I had I finished with as many points as Daryl had through Raw and Smack. <laughs> So, and you were beating me after all, so there's my SmackDown. Exactly. Yeah. But then Smackdown again, the UK was, points were all mine this week too. I don't. Did you get any yeah, points from see. UK? Yeah, I got two. Who'd you? Who? Uh, P Dunn. Oh, that's right. You do I have P Dunn. That's right. I forgot you do have P Dunn. Um. So yeah, the final like each one I had twenty four for Raw, while Daryl had twelve. So it was actually twelve points. And then for SmackDown, you had twenty five, and I had seven. Yeah. NXT, I had five. You had eight. That doesn't make sense. Oh, because we have uh, Trent Seven, Tyler Bay. Yep. <clears throat> All of them are under it, even though they were on UK. They're under NXT, right? Right. And then you had, we both had two for 205. Okay. And then you had four for UK, and I didn't have any. Technically, but that was Pete Dunne. Right, On right. my NXT ones. Yeah, so, I forgot about those guys showing up on the NXT rosters. Yeah. So who in, in your top ten did not score you any points this week, DJ? Of so, your draft picks, your top ten draft picks. I am not sorted that way. Hold on. Uh, <clears throat> Adam Cole, baby. Daniel Bryan. Charlotte Flair. Buddy Murphy. Bianca Belair. And Kyle O'Reilly and Roger Strong. Ouch. Yeah. Seven of your top ten. And then uh, my top ten? Ron Strowman, Alexa Bliss, Champa, and The Miz. Not bad. So, yeah. And Strowman and Bliss are pretty much every, I mean, almost every week anymore. Strowman is. Bliss is almost every week. Right. I'm not getting points from her either right now, which sucks. Uh, but what are you going to do? And then your Lois <clears throat> is giving you points. Yes. That wasn't you knew. Yep. Is the Singh Brothers. Okay. At 45. Okay. Wow, that's the lowest I've been so far. Because yeah. last week was it? And again, mine's, mine's Natalia. Yeah. So I pretty much flip between like Natalia or Noam Dar. Like if Noam Dar is on TV, it's Natalia. Wait, didn't Natalia <clears throat> team up with Ronda Rousey to beat Nia Jax? And yeah, so I'm saying. Natalia oh, she did get you points. Okay, I'm thinking backwards. It's the lowest to get me points. Yeah, yeah. My brain's backwards. And yours is, was the same because mm-hmm. you've been getting like Grand Metal Yeah. Well, that one week you got Saxon Huxley at fifty. 
Although I'll get my 50 at the little rumble. Mm-hmm. Which we got to speak up, figure out how we're going to do the rumble. Oh, yeah. We got to do points for that. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that off, off air, though. Yeah, for sure. I'm just. Anything else on. Oh. Uh, yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. watch NXT because most of it was the award show. Right. But they did yeah. have a match. A match, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be the award show. That's why yeah, I, I didn't it watch off. it either. If not, I would have came back and watched it. Yeah, match, I probably would have too. I would have mm-hmm. waited until the whole episode had aired and right. go in and fast forward. That's what I would have watched done it. Too, but whatever. Um, yeah, and we don't. I didn't watch UK or two hundred five. Great. And Me either. They say we watch anything. Go back and watch the Becky Lynch John Cena stuff because that was fun. Yeah, the promo was a lot of fun, and then there was a mixed match tag out of nowhere, which right. was also a lot of fun. With yeah, Zelina and Almas. Yeah, they got involved, so it was great. Yeah, I'm not usually the biggest fan of mixed tag matches in WWE, but that no, was they're getting really better though. Yeah. Um, I liked the idea of Becky Lynch. She's like, "What? I want to fight Almas." Like, right? That in was the middle cool. of the match. She's like. He tagged in. I'm legal. Right. Let's fight. Let's right. fight, basically. She wasn't stepping down. She was, yeah. Which is, I mean, what she needs to do is perfect uh-huh. for her character. So, yeah. Maybe she leads to some intergender stuff. Maybe. Never know. Maybe Fox will allow it. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Um, yeah. That was the week. It was the week. Not much, but I mean, pre-taped yeah. holiday, that's what you expect. Right. Yeah, it was New Year's. I mean, we had... It'll probably be... By yeah. the way, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Buzz. That's right. Happy New Year. Uh, 2019 and we shit. didn't think about it, because... Right. I know. I know. But... I know. What a shitty way to start the New Year's. Yeah. That, and we were both sick to start the New yeah, Year's. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I got use, a little, little small little bell of food poisoning, maybe. I had to use fucking vacation time, which is the first week of the year when it renews. Pissed me off. But anyway. I kind of like that mine doesn't renew until February. End yeah. of February. Because nice. I always have a couple back at the first of the year, so. Right. Yeah, I don't have to dig into my new days already. Right. does. But it's okay. Next year I get off Christmas through New Year's Day anyway, so. That's cool. Should be really good. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right, Buzz. Well, next up we're going to talk about the last guy on our top 100 list until we reshort, which we're also doing today, but yeah. we're going to separate him. We're going to talk about number 71. Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons. Or Farouk for you WWE yeah. fans. I mean, or Farouk Assad for you WWF fans. Right. We are the nation of domination. Or, you know, Ron Simmons for your WWE fans. Yeah, for your new WWE fans. Because he fans. went back. Because On his Legends contract. Uh, yeah, which was weird, but it's cool. Uh, um, when was your match, BJ? Whenever he won the fucking title. 91, 92. Okay, mine was first. For a change, I finally get to go first. Nice. It's been a while. Uh, mine was against... Mine was in the UWF, okay. August 1987, and I watched one Ron Simmons take on Samoan Conquine. Okay. Or Yokozuna for you WWF fans. I love that. Um, one Quine. Yokozuna looked really Knowing great. you, that's probably not how it's pronounced. Probably not. I'm not good at pronunciations. <laughs> Uh, but I like how you pronounced it. C-O-N-Q-U-I-N-E. Conquine. <laughs> sounds fine to me. <laughs> without reading it, I don't, because I barely paid attention it's to how like, you spelled it. It's like... Like kumquat, only with a quine in No, it's like <laughs> conquest, uh-huh, okay. but with the S part replaced with the end of genuine. Okay. The I-N-E from genuine. U-I-N-E from genuine. So it looks like conquine. Okay. Let's go with it. <laughs> That's all I'm going with. All right. Uh, Yokozuna. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Yokozuna was, he looked really green, which isn't surprising because he was 87 and he yeah. showed up in WWF in 
92 or 3. Two. Yeah. Yeah, two. Yeah, later in two. Yeah, it was towards the end of the year. It was after SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was early 93 when they brought him in to face The Undertaker. Regardless, um, yeah. he was in the Rumble in 93. I yeah, I think you're right. It was, yeah. I don't know either. Because it wasn't that. Right. No. Maybe he fought Undertaker at SummerSlam that previous year. Because I'm pretty sure they brought him in for an Undertaker opponent originally. That's what I thought. I don't recall, though, honestly. Well, regardless, um, Ron Simmons carried the match. Um, you could... Well, yeah. He was... He looked good, too. Um, he made Yokozuna look good throughout the match. Um, he body-slammed him, which was impressive, although Yokozuna was nowhere near the size he was when he came into the WWF, either. He had put on some weight. And, um... He, uh... Off the top rope, and... Elbow off the top rope on the Yokozuna and one, two, three. He did like a push up on him and held the up position of the push up for the pin. And in a dick move, Yokozuna kicked out like as the ref hit three. And I actually thought he kicked out. And it was so close, it was bullshit because he looked green and he. Right. Like Hulk Hogan yeah, couldn't get away with that. You kick can't. Out. It was... Yeah, I showed BJ so he could attest to how it bullshit really it was on Yokozuna's part. Okay, so. He made his. Debut on Halloween, nineteen ninety-two. So it was after SummerSlam then. Yeah. So Survivor Series. Yeah, it was on Superstars. He came in for Survivor Series. That was his first pay per view. Gotcha. Yeah. He fought. He fought Virgil. Nice. I knew that. I knew that SummerSlam didn't sound. That's when he won the won the Rumble in ninety-three. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because he won the Rumble. Yes, he did. Yeah. So. Because the Nature Boy won in ninety-two. Well, yeah. The best rumble ever. Yeah. Still. It's my favorite as far as match. The right. match itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my favorite Royal Rumble match. Me too. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk about placement around Simmons just because that's basically what we're going to end the episode out with is right. re-ranking guys because we're to that point. This was 71. Yep. So we'll be locking the next 10 in place. Yeah, number 90 through 81. 81, yeah. We'll be locked in. So, BJ, why don't you tell us about your Ron Simmons match? My Ron Simmons match was the match that he had with Vader in WCW where he became the first African-American WCW champion. NWA champion. Right? Yeah, so it was still NWA. NWA time, champion. Yeah. Uh, Actually, it might have been like NWA, WCW, whatever. Yeah. I, I feel like it was. I don't know. It's probably still. But NWA. It's still. It's the NWA lineage. Anyway, yes. Yes. At the time, mm-hmm. um, this was the best match I've seen so far. He played the perfect baby face. That pop when he fucking won that. Match, I haven't watched it in a couple years. Oh, it was so good. I haven't like, watched it since they originally put the WCW stuff up on the network. Okay. I watched that like a week or two after it came up nice. on the network, and I haven't seen it since. Yeah, it was amazing. I know it's one of my favorite. Both Vader and Ron Simmons yeah. matches ever. Um, Not my favorite Vader match. That still goes to Cactus Jack. I honestly think he could have gone another five minutes and been okay. It was only about a fifteen minute match. Okay, say. <clears throat> but uh, still, it was just yeah. And like I said, the pop was one of the biggest pops I've ever heard. Yeah, he was over. That crowd. He was, was over so back far then. Him. Um, I need to go back and watch more of his stuff. I'd recommend it. I was a big fan of him as a, as a kid. Yeah. Like, I know his Farouk stuff. Yeah. I know the APA stuff. I know all, you know, all that. But. I feel like the WWF stuff showcased 
character, what he can do, yeah. character and personality better, whereas right. WWE showcased his in-ring right. abilities better. Yeah, and I never realized he was that talented of a wrestler just because he was more character-based in WWF slash E. I also think by mm-hmm. the time he got to WWF, he had changed up his wrestling style for longevity purposes too a bit. That's probably because if you think he was of more of just a brawler type wrestler, especially with the APA, mm-hmm. they did a lot of brawling type stuff right. with the APA. No, he was doing some rope moves mm-hmm. that I was not expecting. Right. Like just yeah, yeah, he can go. It was amazing. I'm so. glad you liked it because that's one of my favorite Vader matches. It's probably my favorite Ron Simmons match yeah. ever. It's definitely really one of my top probably ten Vader matches. Yeah. And as Daryl said, I'm not going to tell you where he. Ranks in mind, right. but spoiler alert, it's pretty high. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, spoiler. we're throwing a lot of praise on the main dude. Right, obviously. I th- um, he deserved more accolades than he got. Yeah. He's not one of those guys that didn't need a belt. He no. needed right. way more than he. But he was other champions, too. I'm not saying he wasn't. I just. He should have been other main champions. Yeah. Top guy. Because, right. I mean, that pop was incredible. It was. I still remember the pop. Yeah. I mean, and I, yeah, I know he was big in WWE and stuff, but. Yeah. He could. He should have been bigger than he was. I agree, a hundred percent. So honestly, the feud to end the thing with him and The Rock that should have been to end the Nation of Domination should have been for a title or something. But whatever. Yeah, but things were different back then too. I know. I know. And I think Stone Cold had the belt at that time. I think so. It was not a time to take it off of him. No, not at all. <clears throat> if it was for the IC title, that would have been cool. That would have been. I agree. Anyway. Anything else about Ron Simmons before uh, we head on? He's, he's dope as fuck. Right I agree. Dope as fuck. That's how you say it. Yes. Yes. I agree. All right. All right. Well, then we're going to talk about Wrestle Kingdom 13. Wrestle Kingdom 13. That Don't was a thing that happened. watch it. Uh, best pay-per-view of the year by far. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Um, you know. It's also the first, but that's yeah. beside the point. Uh, I Here's still think it was the best pay-per-view by anything last year. It was. I don't think it was better than last year. I thought last year's was still better. I did, and I enjoyed this year's more. I did not. I did. I think a lot of that has to do, though, with I'm a lot more familiar with the mid-card. Yeah. And in the last two years, I was really only aware of the main card and didn't care about the first half until right. intermission, except for maybe a match that, like, Juice was in or something like that. Say, that was probably my least favorite match was Juice and Cody. It was my least favorite by far, yeah. Um, well, I did take a couple notes, Brandy's though. Fault. My biggest disappointment, though, of the entire show yes. was Tanahashi having his hair up in a ponytail. Yeah. Um, it is sad. But he's, he's got to get to work. And it was, it was still up in a ponytail last night, too. And actually, I only made two other notes, and they're both about the main event and or Tanahashi. It's Tanahashi. Yeah. How can I not just gush about the main event? He's stupid. Like, um... And I keep forgetting this part of it. Like, no, which we we gush about stupid about stupid. him. Yeah, because I mean he is stupid, sexy, and like no homo, but he is. Of, but he is. And uh, I forgot where he's going with this. Oh, I keep forgetting. Like he's in his forties, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he is. He's been doing this for a long time. I know this dude's gonna live till he's like one hundred or something like that. I just looked it up the other day. Yeah. Uh, so we'll run through the card, we'll talk about the matches, what we thought, we'll give you your winners, we'll talk about uh, scores at the end for you and I. So yes. um, I did not watch because it, it was on the pre-show or right. whatever they call it, but there was the one giant gauntlet match uh, right. for the number one contendership to the never open six-man tag. God, they had too many titles. <sighs> um, yeah. There's so many people in this. 
Chucky T, Beretta Goto yeah. versus Smith Jr., Archer Suzuki versus uh, Scroll, Takahashi Hangman versus Finley Cobb, Nagata versus Shiano. Fuck, I can't. Taguchi and. It was I basically three people from each faction. From each faction. Who won? I don't even know. Uh, this determines the winner. Oh no, we both picked the same, so it doesn't. No. We tied, by the way. I meant to say that. We tied. Right. Um, hold on. But I don't know who won because I didn't watch it. There it is. Uh, <clears throat> the most violent players is what they went by. Okay. I guess. Uh, it's Maccabi, okay, that's what Yano, and Taguchi. Yeah, I got Yano and Taguchi. I just couldn't read my other ones. Maccabi, yeah. I couldn't read it. Maccabi, yeah. Because then they fought for the titles at New Year's Dash. Which I didn't oh, forget about that. Watch. We should go over that. I didn't watch Once it. we're done with this. Yeah, you can cover New it. Year's, New Year's it. Dash is like their raw after okay. Mania type thing. Yeah. So, well, we'll cover it, it was fun. Well, let's okay. talk about it after yeah. this then, because I didn't watch it yet. I plan on it. I just need to get to it. Yeah, I was going to, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then after that, um, which we did not, we both took Smith Jr., Archer, and Suzuki to win that one. So, oh, good. Yeah. Um, so they started the card off proper, which surprised me the fuck out of me that they started the match with this, or the card with this match. Yeah. Abushi defending the Neverweight Open, or the Never Openweight Championship, the Neverweight Open, the Never Openweight Championship right. against Will Ospreay. Jesus Christ. This was... This was my favorite match so Dave, on the card. Yeah, mine too. Dave Meltzer said one match on the card is getting over five stars. It has to be this It one. has to be. This, this is the one. only match that deserved five, in my opinion, mm-hmm. let alone more than yeah, it was. I don't do. I mean, great storytelling, yeah. great uh, callbacks. Uh, they had that really cool callback. Um, they had a couple, so I'm wondering which one was the your... one with the the one thing that went viral last time they fought yes. with Coda in the foreground, and then turns around and gets shocked after. This time it was over a suplex over the top rope, released German suplex Rele- over the yeah, top. Ger- yeah. yeah, it was. It was crazy. And it, then, was. it was. It was insane. insane. Because yeah. he was, he picked him all the way mm-hmm. up and then dead held him there and then right. released suplexed yeah. the motherfucker over the top rope. And he was standing on the second rope when he right. did it, so he's like balancing. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. It was nuts. Uh, but yeah, this was... Abushi killed Osprey. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got better, but right. before the end of the match. Uh, but yeah, Osprey... Abushi got a concussion during this match, I heard. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. kind of sucks. But in the end, BJ called yeah. it right, and Will Ospreay went on to win the Neverweight Open Championship. This is his, to me, this is his next step up. He's This is going to bridge the gap. Yes, between his heavyweight. his juniors and his heavyweight. I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I can see by the end of the calendar he's heavyweight. I could see him entering the G1 this year. Mm. That would be fun. That's that's what I would like to see. Mm. Um, him in the G1 instead of him in the best of the super juniors. Right. Yeah. Because that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, this um, is, you have to, actually, you have to watch this whole card, buds. Yeah, pretty much. You could skip Cody and Juice if you want, really wanted to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not bad. It's, it's just. It's not bad, Cody. The least good match. just annoying. Yeah, she was. I was actually and happy I get when it. They Did you see off. the story? Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Next up was the junior tags, where we saw champ. Oh, yeah, this match was pretty fucking good, yeah. too. We saw uh, Bushi and. Yep. Those Japanese guys. <laughs> I hate Japanese names so bad. At it. All right, 
You saw Shonyo versus Bushi versus you say BJ because I always struggle with Who this one. Bushi and and I need to like type this out instead of handwriting it. Good luck. Which one? Junior. Shonyo versus Bushi and who's his fucking tag team partner? They won the fucking match. Taiji. Yes. Taiji. Tai. Yeah. Taiji. They won. That's the point. Right. It was a good tag match, though. A little short. It could have been a couple minutes longer, I think. But all in all, it's pretty solid. Um. Bj predicted this one right as well. This scared me right here. Bj went two up. Two matches in, and I'm like, oh. Oh fuck. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe I don't. Yeah. Ta- Takaji. Shingo. Takaji? Okay. Takaji. They won too. Yeah. So, they did. But you were right about. Um, <clears throat> she won all, I think, of It was a decent yeah. night for LIJ. I think they're trying to do something to Bushi because <clears throat> there's Bushi's contracts coming up too. Might be. And that's why I've heard it. And there's rumors that he wants to go to the States. Ah. Uh, so. Fair enough. Okay, um, we'll give you titles. You stay here. After that was the Rev Pro uh, Heavyweight yeah. Championship match, which Each their new belt new. looks really nice. It I like nice their belt. new belt. Yeah, yeah, it was a really. New, I haven't seen it yet. I didn't even know they got a new belt until yeah. he walked out with it. But yeah, Ishii defended against Zack Saber Jr. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, yeah, we have a new British Heavyweight Champion, Zack Saber mm-hmm. Jr. Yeah, it was uh, what you expected: hard hitting plus technical. Plus breaking fingers and all that fun stuff. It yes. was it was it was a good fun match. It's I, exa- I mean, if you saw the last fight between these two, mm-hmm. it really just took that yeah. and intensified it. Right. Um, these big, two guys are just brutal in the ring, though. My biggest complaint is I wanted about three to four more minutes. With there was a match. couple matches that I felt, felt that way. Yeah, with. It felt rushed. It did. It did feel a little bit rushed. The other thing for me... Um, if, if you would have cut the main event 15 minutes and put yes. three minutes into about This five match minutes. into the junior heavyweight match and yeah. probably into the IWGP tag match, the heavyweight right. tag match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was really good too. We had Zack Sabre Jr. walks out as the new Ref Pro Champion. After that, we had the IWGP heavyweight tag team uh, of Tonga and Toma defending mm-hmm. against Sonata and Evil and the Young Bucks. Yeah. And uh, this was really fucking fun too. This was a really fun triple threat match or triple threat uh, three way tag match. Is what they call them there. I thought Sonata was the star of this match. Agreed. And um, it's been evil as of late with that team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was really yeah. Sonata. He really stood out. He was. He um, was. My only complaint about this match was there's a couple times that they kind of. Teased Matt Jackson back problems, but yeah. nothing ever came of it. So right. why bother it teasing it if you're not going to do anything with right. it? Right. I mean, maybe just for that, just to make you worry about oh, when's it going to happen? Maybe. When's it going to happen? Oh, and then it does it. The end of their match felt very rushed. Uh-huh. I feel like they just lost track of time somewhere, maybe, or this, or were told, "Hey, too much shenanigans." Go short. Right. I don't know what, but yeah, yeah. The, but the rest of the match was paced out pretty well. I just thought the end was a little yeah. rushed. I don't understand. It's not an evil walked out as the new heavyweight champion. I don't understand their three way tag thing. It's weird. Yeah, agreed. 
I mean, I get the whole you can tag anyone in, but then they kind of let them do whatever they want and let them run around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't tell who's legal. Exactly. And you forget, and then, yeah. But So, yeah, Sonata and Evil, and that was my pick, so mm-hmm. there we go. Um, then we have the U.S. Championship. Cody with Brandy Rhodes defending against Juice. Yeah. Rhodes. Yeah, this was the... My least favorite. My least favorite. It was good, but yeah. my least favorite. It was. I mean, um, I was expecting a WWE-style match out of them, too, because this is what it was. Yeah. It, this was something that would be on a Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. It really would. Brandy interfering and yeah. jumping on Cody, and then she got kicked out. And I did love her getting kicked out because she thought... Like, they played off the whole, she thought he just meant out of the ring. Yeah. And the ref's like, no, get out. Yeah. Like, go. And I like that. I, was cool, too. Yeah, that was fun. But. Agreed. It was just, a, you know, it's not what I want to see in a new If you're going to skip, this is the only one where, like, you, yeah. I would recommend skipping. I would not recommend you skipping any other match on the card. Nope. I mean, um, the pre-show match was skipped. I didn't watch it. So right. I'm talking about the actual yeah. card itself. I'm just saying. Uh, after that, um, we had the Junior Heavyweight Championship. Kushida defending against Ishimori. Kushida. Whatever. And um, Ishimori took that championship away. Mm-hmm. We both picked Juice to win the U.S., by oh. the way, and he did. And we both yeah. took Ishimori to win, and right. he did. So, um, he's your new junior champion. Yeah, this um, was a fun match. Like I said, I just felt like it needed more. If it would have been about, if this match would have been like 10 minutes longer, yeah. it would have maybe been tied with the never weight, never open weight as right. my favorite match on the card. And I think, I mean, for me, my problem with it is I gave it very high expectations, first of all. And second of all, of like, we already had what that, what this match was, should have been was what the first match on the card yes. already was. Yes. So that Agreed. was a little bit of a problem. Yeah, I because, agree. You know, I'm glad they at least spaced them out quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I mean that... Because there's no denying the last three matches no. had to be the last three matches on this card. Right. Um, and with his showing uh, over the summer and fall and stuff, Ishimori definitely deserved this championship. I think it was the right time to put it Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah, the, he looked really good throughout... Especially the end of 2018, yeah. but I mean, he looked pretty good through all 2018. Right from the time he came he back. Came back yeah. yeah. Uh, and then after that, a special singles match. We had one Okada mm-hmm. taking on uh, Jay White. Slingblade. The, the only match on the card, not for not a title. for a title. Yeah. Um, it was Okada, fun too. I, it was really fun. I liked um, Okada came back out as the Rainmaker yep. again. You know, he's been lost for a while. He did the red hair. He did the balloon thing. He started wearing fucking ugly-ass pants. Yep, stupid pants. Uh, and I love the reveal of him wearing the shorts and the tr- or the trunks instead yeah. of the pants. And yep. um, people were... Like, they popped when he... Yes, they <laughs> you did. know, it was pretty good. Um, the match... Um, the whole match was awesome. Mm-hmm. It told um, a story. I... I, sh- I was shocked. This is yeah, me too, me too. This was I'm not. I don't even want to spoil it for the buds, honestly. Yeah, but no. Fuck it. If you're listening to this, you've already probably seen it. Yeah. And if you didn't, this is that's your fucking. Go watch it. (laughs) Like I mean, that's your fucking. Um. By now. But yeah, you know, 
Jay White with the win. Yeah, this Jay match White told wins. this match told the best in ring story of all the matches all night. Mm-hmm. Not the best match, but the no. best story in a yeah. match all night long. Well, those those two have had their, a great story over the past few months. The too. next one told just, a good story too. Yeah, Chris Jericho and Naito for the Intercontinental right. Championship, which is a story they've been telling for a year. Yes, so. Um, Great ending to that story as well. Yeah, I like the way that this whole match went down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing Jericho can still go like he does at his age too. Yeah. Like I know he thinks DDP yoga, but it just—I mean—it's amazing to watch him in ring right. still. He just doesn't look like he's lost that much from like when he was the undisputed champion in WWE. Even it's crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, this this is proving, and we'll wait to see what's the, the next step, but. Right. If he makes another step after... Like, right now I'm debating if Chris Jericho is the best of all time. If he makes another step and another transition after this and is succeeded as well in this, then he already he has. He has to be considered he one is. of the greatest of all yeah. times. I he mean, already is one of. Yeah, he's one of. But, you know, like, Ron, I'm he's debating... He's up there on Shawn Michaels and the Players level. Yeah. But like, because of the number of times he reinvented himself when he mm-hmm. comes back, where Shawn Michaels he, comes back he and finds finds a way. He finds a way to make sure he is always relevant, whether it's with his wrestling, whether it's with his music. Somewhere in the world, Chris Jericho is relevant to a group of people. Off topic, but he announced he's working on his second annual Rock and Rager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, Naito ended up winning this match, buds. He did. and So good. Really fucking good. And then, in a very confusing match, we saw the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, mm-hmm. Omega, defend the championship against stupid sexy Tanahashi, yeah. who, as I mentioned, my biggest disappointment was him not letting his stupid sexy right. hair down. Um, so, yeah, this was, I mean, it was an okay match, it was just, there was some, the story just wasn't... It was like they, it's like each wrestler was trying to make the match tell a different story from the other. Yeah. And then halfway through the match, they each then tried to tell yet another different story from the other, but right. not the one either was telling in the first place. Right. They did some stuff with a, a faking a knee injury and, mm-hmm. and teased us with that. And then they did, which... The, the, the big, story The story was supposed to be... Omega's side was supposed to be... He's cocky. He demolishes Tanahashi through the entire match, right. more or less, and he loses because of his cockiness. And right. I personally don't feel like the way he lost right. was... Enough. Yeah, it had that cocky swagger to it. So, I agree yeah, with you. I think Kenny's Kenny's story was lacking. I think Tanahashi pulled off his story because his story was get the shit kicked was, out of me and make a comeback. Well, basically. no, his, his <laughs> and, I, story, and I still got it. no. His story was like with the table spot and stuff. Oh, his yeah. story was not yeah. trying to. I forgot about that. Yeah, his story was not trying to go into the new generation and use. The stuff that they're using. Because if you figure in New Japan, tables are new. Chair, you true. know, a lot of That's this true. I guess I don't think about that and, as much. Yeah, that wasn't as big. They had their PG era in the mid-2000s, you know, where Tanahashi was John Cena and their, you know. I didn't know all that. I see that. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that makes that's, sense a bit more interesting. No, John's, like, the comparisons people make to Chuck... To Tanahashi and John Cena, I knew are that, so but I, I didn't. I knew they made the comparisons a lot. Mm-hmm. I know that part. Right. I didn't know there was a PG. Or I didn't know about any of it's, that. Stuff. It's like the same stuff. I yeah. Know that. They were cheesy, gimmicky. They had to rebuild. Chono had retired. Like they, there was just this. Well, big... funny that 
Whole Actually, rebuild. one of my notes is is stupid sexy Tanahashi, 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 the best yeah. Japanese wrestler ever. No. Overall wrestler. No. I'd say modern era. Modern era, yes. You agree with me then, I bet. No, no, yeah, not all. Uh, yeah. Inoki. Inoki's by far. I agree. Best. I just wonder yeah. where your thoughts were on that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Inoki's one, Tanahashi's two. Yeah. Now, I have realized through watching this and paying more attention to other things throughout the week leading up to Wrestle Kingdom, I really need to go back and watch some Chono matches. Yes. Actually, Tony Schiavone is the one that's led me oh, up really? to him. Yeah, he's talked about um, him. I heard, too, I believe. Jericho was Jericho talking about well, him quite yeah. a bit. Um, well, and just him being on commentary for Japan, so the right. U.S. commentary was talking about exactly. him. And... Um, yeah, I want to so I I check out some of his because, stuff, too. Yeah, because from what I'm hearing, like, because you had, you had the Nokia era back in, you know, the 80s. Right, during the Hulk Hogan era. Right, and then into the early 90s, and then that bridged, and they did, like, the whole Vader, Scott right. Martin. They tried to do the American right. thing. the American And era. then that's when Chono came in, it's towards the end of that, and he worked with, like, Vader and stuff and like that. And did the Chono era. And then when he retired, then that's when Tanahashi, but Tanahashi was so young. So Chono's basically Stone Cold. Right. In the comparison. Right. No, he's Stone Hulk. Cold. Yeah. He's Stone Cold, Tanahashi's John Cena. Right. And Okada's Roman Reigns, except um, words. Yeah, so Tanahashi won the championship. Mm-hmm. BJ and I tied on the predictions. Yeah. And... And, 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 I forgot what the end was. I don't oh, every single championship changed oh, yeah. hands on this show. Every, every one. Every one. Uh, I mean, they did keep mentioning that it was a new era. They got a new emperor this week. They weren't joking. It was a new year. Like, everything. This is a new era. But they started it off with the champ guy that's been champion most of the last... 10, yeah. maybe 10 out of 12 um, years. I do also want to say, because I, I did make a note of it, and it was getting really, it just getting fucking annoying. I was sick of all the fucking sling blades in the main event. Sling blade, sling blade, sling blade. There was like eight of them. I'm like, that's not, I, like. Yeah. No. None of you are sling blade. <gasps> right? He was in match, like. He was just brushing two matches ago. <laughs> you guys aren't him. Quit taking his fucking move. Yeah. And then so, the next note I have is Ron Simmons versus Simone Conquint. Nice. Conquint. Um, news and okay. rumors? Uh, well, let's go over New Year's Dash real quick. Cause this oh, is, yeah, that's right. This is what's going to set up the new year. Yeah. Um, so, the first match was Rapongi 3K beat. Uh, that was Rocky Mariro, Shoyo, beat David Boy Smith Jr., Lance Archer, and Izuka. Okay. Takashi Izuka. That didn't really matter. Next match, Chase Owens and Yujiro Takahashi beat Toa Hinari and Tomoka Honama. Okay. Either way, that one didn't matter. Right. I just want to get to the kind of the other one right. that actually mattered. Right. Um, so the next match was David Finlay and Juice Robinson versus Beretta and Chucky e. T. Okay. Big shit going down here. Chucky e. T attacks Beretta. Beretta attacks Juice. Beretta's going to be the next U.S. contender. Chucky e. T and Beretta broke up again. 
Oh, um, again. Again. <laughs> yeah. So, like, this was a big match. So, okay. I, I am excited to see Beretta get his own little run against Juice. I think that, that should be, be fun. fun. Yeah, I think they could actually get a couple of good matches. Yeah. yeah. They could have a good match, too. For um, sure. Yeah. So, uh, next we get Chaos and Goto, Ishii and Osprey versus Jeff Cobb, Kushida, and Nagata. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was just fun. Like, I do like Osprey. All the names you mentioned in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this was just. I like um, Jeff Cobb a lot too. Right. Then we do get that six-man open tag match, mm-hmm. uh, which was Ishimori, Tamatanga, and Tango Loa versus Makabe, Yano, and Taguchi. Yes. Uh, Bullet Club retains. Okay. Tongans and Ishimori, um, I which I think is kind of fucking stupid. I'm just right. gonna throw that out there. Okay. You have this big pre-show five man whatever, and you don't even give them. The and you don't even give them the belts. Right. I get that. That's a lot. To, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would have given them the a belts, forty minute but... match for. Right. Nothing. Right. So for another match, like right. the next night. Right. Fuck that you. they lost. That right. you lost. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, then we get Suzuki. Uh, Taichi, Kanemaru, and Zack Sabre Jr. against Bushi, Evil, Sonata, Takaiji, and Naito. Okay. Um, this started off with fucking Taichi just busting a chair over Naito's head. Nice! Just like one of those chairs, the whole thing. Guess we got a new contender there, yeah. huh? Yeah, so... That should be fun. With him coming back, so yeah, Taichi Chi versus Naito. should be Naito. fun. I didn't know he um, was coming back. Yeah, they just announced it. Sweet. And he came back last night. That's dope. Yeah, and, I didn't even catch that. I missed that. That's right. awesome. I'm glad he's back. Yeah. So that should be. I was really starting to become a fan of his. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be him and Naito. So we got that going. Um, and then we also. Then the main event was Fale, Gato, and Jay White versus Okada, Yoshihashi, a returning Yoshihashi. And. Stupid Sexy Tanahashi. Uh, yeah, Bullet Club won that. Okay. And Jay White... Jay White ...attacks... Uh, well, he pinned Yoshihashi. Okay. And then he attacked Okada... Or he attacked Tanahashi afterwards. Okada went to the back. And then Okada came back out to save Tanahashi. But then uh, Fale and Jay White laid out both of them. Oh, okay. So, That's cool. Jay White's going to be the new number one contender. Yeah. I kind of saw that coming when yeah. he beat Okada. Yeah. I don't think he, he'll get it. I don't either. I don't but, think he deserves it either yet. Not yet. But, I mean... If he keeps improving the way he has been going, run. he is having one hell of a fucking I mean, could you... I mean, apparently... I can see I, I've been up, reading... I can see him picking up the U.S. Yeah. throughout all this. I've been reading and hearing a few times that Gato has a two-year plan in his head all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. And he... Well, he has no books. But he won't. He doesn't put it digitally anywhere because he's afraid people. He will catch it, will download it, it yeah. and spoil shit for two and years. So he has these notebooks that apparently he carries with him like all the time, like an old school book. And it yeah. has that's two awesome. Years. He I like has that. Planned out. I like that. Which is cool. And I was also thinking during this week, like especially when Brandy was fucking with the young lions. That's what made me think of it. But if you think about it, ten years down the road. One of those young lions could be the next Okada. Absolutely. And you don't know. You don't and you'll know. probably never know. You will never know which one they make at this them, point. Right. They make them look exactly the same. Yep. This is crazy. None of them stand out. No. I like it, though. I do, too. So then you never know who's coming next. You never right. know who the next star is going to be. It's right. neat. I love it. So, 
But yeah, that was a great yeah. New Japan weekend. Uh, it sounds yeah. I didn't yeah. said I didn't watch the New Year's, but I watched. I mean, it the was fun. Show, so. That was more fun for the storylines. It was only about two hours and forty five minutes, which is way better than the five hours we had. Yeah. Well, four main show, one hour pre show, but yeah, um, it was a fun week. One fun weekend. That's and what then, you need to go watch, but yeah. So uh, news and rumors. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and start because I got three. I only have three. Okay. And then we'll go from there, and I'm going to get... So yeah. let's just knock them out of the way. Yep. Um, the first one's the only WWE news, and it's okay. sm- It's very, very small, and it's just mm-hmm. that AJ's contract's almost up. Yeah. He's probably going to resign, though. I would say Everything so. I'm seeing saying he's going to resign, and they're treating him right there, so... Yeah. He's either resigning or retiring, and I don't see him Yeah, I don't yet. see him going... I sign him one more contract and retiring. Yeah, I was going to say, I do not see him wrestling again outside, like on a... On a yeah permanent basis outside of the WWE again unless yeah. they really start fucking with him or something right. here. No, I see him signing like a two to three year contract and then calling it quits. Alright, uh, so that's my only solid WWE news. My next is NXT WWE news. Okay. Um, the new call-ups should start showing up Monday and Tuesday. Okay. Not all of them, right. but they are going to start showing up Monday and Tuesday. They, the WWE, only reason they didn't is because they wanted to wait for the holidays yeah. to be over to do it. Um, WWE needs to show me something this week. They really do. They promised us this change. Everyone said we're going to give them the holidays. Yep. So they need to come out Monday and Tuesday Swing and show me. Yeah. Like, I want this shit opening up with, I don't know, people punching people in the front row. Like, I don't know. Frank the Clown needs body slams. Yeah. I don't know. But um, <laughs> we are the authority now, so we got to fight someone. Then there's also talks from Sports Pro Media. This mm-hmm. is the NBC Talks, guys, that says Sinclair, you know Sinclair? Sinclair Broadcasting. Is in talks with the Yankees uh, and the Cubs okay. to partner up for regional networks in 2020, which means Ring of Honor and major markets yeah. within the next year. <laughs> nice. That's cool. I would love to be able to watch more Ring of Honor stuff easier yeah. easier than it is now. We'll see. I mean, depending, so, you know, I only got so much room, so depending on how Monday goes. Um, the thing <clears> is, <throat> is, like, as I look back on 2018, Ring of Honor's last pay-per-view of 2018 was one of my top five favorite pay-per-views. It's probably my second favorite pay-per-view of the year after Wrestle Kingdom 12. Yeah. And then Evolution. And then Evolution. Well, it depends if you count takeovers, because it's Wrestle Kingdom. I was not counting takeovers, takeovers. technically, but yeah, you're right. It's Wrestle Kingdom, it's... All the takeovers. Actually, I'd have to go back and go through takeover cards to compare against Ring of Honor cards to even say if it's all the takeovers. It's probably all the takeovers. takeovers. From 2018 in particular, yes. And then maybe Greatest now probably TNA, then Greatest. Then I was going to say that one uh, impact we have in Bound for Glory that we watched. That was pretty impact. good, too. I keep calling them TNA. That's all right. I'll, I'll correct you. You get used to it. TNA to me, damn it. I know. Zero me. Um, so, um, we technically have one more news yeah, piece to so, talk about. And unless you're living under a rock, you've heard about a- AEW. AEW yep. for short. Yeah, All Elite Wrestling uh, was announced by the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars. And the letter R. And the letter R. What? Uh, no. Like Sesame Street's brought to you by the letter R, the number two. I know. I know what you meant. Oh, okay. It just didn't fit. Wow. 
Because it doesn't. Uh, so, but yeah, it was announced at, I don't know, sometime New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. I think it might have been exactly at midnight. I can't quite remember. Yeah, I didn't see it until later the next day, but I also wasn't on Facebook yeah. or on Reddit or on um, social medias or news. But, yeah, uh, it's going to be a new wrestling promotion that's going to be started. Um, it is going to be owned by Tony Khan, who is the son mm-hmm. of the owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Fulcrum soccer team Some or something shit. Yeah, yeah. Some fucking soccer team. Uh, rumor is he has put in $100 million into this. It's a lot of money. A lot of fucking money. We have six signees already. Brandy Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson. Who else was signed? Those are the only four I'm aware of. I know there's one more, but I'm trying to think if there's two more. So those are the only four I've heard so far was okay. Cody, Brandy, and the Young Bucks. Cody, Brandy. Because they announced Cody and Young Bucks at the same time. Right. And then, like, the next day or something, I saw that they announced that Brandy yeah. was their marketing director or something like that. She the CBO, the chief okay. branding officer. Branding officer, that's what it was. Marketing. Marketing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And... I uh, had I had it right, but yeah, yeah. it's not like her official right. title, right? Um, and then, first female signed... Yeah. Wrestler. wrestler okay. Bird Baker. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, which was, yeah, was surprising to me, honestly. I mean, I know she was at All In and this, and, but I wasn't expecting them to announce another signee that quick, honestly. Mm-hmm. Outside of themselves, um, unless right. it was somebody else in the elite. Right. Omega. Right. I don't Marty, think his contract's yeah. exactly up yet, though. No. Kane still has a little bit left on his contract. I do believe. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, the, let's see. There's rumors that there's a TV... They're working on a TV deal. Yeah, they have that. offers, but have not accepted any of them. Yeah, I saw that. And um, it's also expected they're going to be announcing All In 2, Double right. or Nothing, to take place most likely April, Vegas is what it's looking at. The I Vegas heard Memorial. Okay. I heard Memorial Weekend. Oh, well, that might. I heard late. Oh, I, I heard Memorial and Labor. They're going to try to do two this year. Hopefully they do labor over here on the east and do memorial so we can plan. go to the September show every year. That'd right. be awesome. Or almost every year. I don't right. think I'd want to go. Because if, if it's in New York City, I have no desire to go, personally. I think we'd be okay. I, yeah, no. I'm good. This is like one of the two if places in the United States of America I don't want to go to. Yeah, if they if, did it outside in Jersey, yeah. But, but if it's at the Garden? That's the only way I would consider That's it, what I'm saying. It, it would most likely be, be at the Garden. It probably will be. I just once. If they did, if they switch between there and Chicago every other year, I would go to New York once, and then every other year, go and to then Chicago, every other year, goes which to means every other year we can still go to a, a WWE right. or an NXT show. I'd right. love for them to have an NXT pay per view around here. We could go to. I still think they should do SummerSlam at the Horseshoe, but that's be just awesome. that'd be awesome. I think it's a perfect place for it. I think it'd be fantastic. But um, so, anything else we want to talk about AEW here today? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And that's all the big oh. stuff out there. Yeah, I think so. Um, this is going to be oh the press conference. Yeah, we're doing a press yes, conference. We're doing a press conference Tuesday. Tuesday. Monday. I think it was Monday. No, it's through SmackDown. Is it during? Okay. Yeah. So it's Tuesday at 5 p.m. across the street from SmackDown. Right. 
Which, whatever. I mean, people Actually, are, I looked in, yeah, people were making a big deal about it, but right. it, that's obviously coincidental, because these things had to be yeah. planned out so fucking far in right. advance. And, like, this for, guy... To book it. Right. And, I mean, this... They own the Jaguars, so obviously they can do it in their parking lot right. whenever. Right. So, um, I, it's curious to see. Now, here's what I'd like to talk about. What do you want out of it? Because, and keep in mind, so here's my thought. I'll give you my thought, and then you give me yours. So, they... they liked 12 different venues across the country. I want a one hour TV show. I want them taped in four hour increments at those 12 different venues across the country. Okay. I like that. You do a month of TV tapings at those venues, give each spot in the city, and then you have all that TV. And then you throw in your two big all in events Memorial on Labor Day, and maybe something towards the beginning of the year or something, or they cross promote and do something with like Wrestle Kingdom and cross something. Something. They're probably more likely to be Ring of Honor, right? Doing cross promoting right. with Ring of Honor, helping them out with all in the first time. Through. Yeah, that wasn't where I was. I guess kind of. Yeah. My thought process, what I want out of it is, I want I want weekly TV. Yeah. It can, it can be taped, whatever. I don't care where they mm-hmm. do it at. I don't, I don't, they can do it at a TV studio for all I fucking care. And do it in Jim Grand and spin a ring in a fucking circle. I don't give a shit. Um, I want a TV show that is basically being the elite, mm-hmm. uh, but scaled up for television and not a small right. YouTube series done mostly on you know cell phones because that's what it right. is. It's what it's supposed to be. Right. But you know, scaled up to TV production. With back matches interspersed yeah, that were yeah. pre-taped, obviously. Right. And then, like, like takeover style, once every three months, you mm-hmm. hold one hell of a big fucking show at one of your 12 cities, and yeah. you rotate through those 12 cities of where your next big show is going to be. That'd be good. And the reason I'm thinking that is because AEW, I, I really, I mean, I know they've got a lot of money, but starting mm-hmm. a business of any kind is not cheap, and especially a no. wrestling business. Right. I don't expect that they're going to be signing everybody they sign to exclusive contracts. Most of these guys are still going to be out on the indies. We're still going to see them on Ring of Honor. We're still going to see them on, you know, New Japan if they already wrestle there. You're going to see them advertised for, you know, Corgan Hall, and you're going to see them advertised for all these places. Now, they're going to have stars, I do believe, are going to be exclusive to AEW. See, I think it would be cool, like, so you do my idea, and then when you go to those big cities, you make it, like, those events where... You know, they come to the queue. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, the queue. Uh, they come to the queue, and then, you know, they got all these stars there. And then they go to, like, indie promotions around the area. Like, sat- so they tape on, like, Friday night. And then Saturday, you have those indie guys can go to, so we can go see them at, you know. That's what I mean, because it gives AI a- Because then when you're in that town... Then that gives the guys a chance to go wrestle at other promotions right. and make some more money while they're already there, which yeah. is also helping those promotions get some right. more exposure with these guys who, yeah. you know, maybe wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. Um, and also, I forgot, Ryan Satin reported, apparently, that a lot of the contracts that these guys are offering are uh, about WWE money. Wow. Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously, they're not going to get John Cena and Brock Lesnar undertaking no, money, right. but they're going to get... They're going to get what a guy coming off the indie scene would get. Right. You're going to get... What your Finn Balor's making. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, uh, yep. people like that. I'd say you'd be in their range. I mean, yeah. depending on where you actually end up falling in the right. car, too, because if you end up making yourself a star, obviously. they're going to pay you AG Styles money. Right. So... 
All right, well, even though I actually kind of allotted a couple extra minutes for it, we're a little ahead of where I thought we'd be, but so we're great on time. Um, nice. You want to go ahead and jump, jump into the Blackpool predictions here oh, yeah, for uh, NXT UK yeah. TakeOver Blackpool? Do you this I did not, actually. I was going to write them down. Usually you have the card. There's only four matches. Right, I was going to say there's only four or five matches, I think. Uh, so. Women's Championship match, Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley. Storm versus Ripley. Who you taking, BJ? Storm or Ripley? Every is keeping it. I agree. 100%. I do not think that title's changing. I don't think that title's changing. I also don't think Tony Storm's long for the UK division. No. She's there to help kick it off. I give her... I could maybe... Maybe Mania's takeover? Maybe. Yeah, I'd see her there for Mania's takeover. That's the last one for the UK. And then yeah, I say she's either coming to SmackDown or Raw, or maybe just no. NXT I think proper NXT proper. to get her more familiar right. with cameras. And... Okay, whatever. Yeah. All right. So what's the next match, BJ? No disqualification match. Okay. Eddie Dennis versus Dave Mastiff. Nice. Yeah. So do we go with the smaller face of? Dennis or the big heel of Mastiff? Maybe Mastiff had a heel. I don't actually know. It might. I think that might be the other way around. No, I think I'm it sure. might be a. I think Mastiff is the face. I don't know. I'm, I'm not caught sure. up enough to know. I'm still too far behind on UK. Yeah. Well, who do you think, BJ? <sighs> Mastiff. I'm gonna take Dennis. Okay. There we go. Trying. This is way too... I'm trying to find the tag team. There it is. That's what I thought. Okay. Tag team. For to crown the first ever NXT UK tag team champions. Mustache Mountain, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. Versus Grizzled Young Vets, Zach Gibson, and James Drake. That's going to be fun. It is going to be really fun. I'm taking Grizzled Young Vets. I am too. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't see a reason to put those titles on Mustache Mountain. I it's also I also little... feel like they're there to help kick the brand off and get it going. Yeah, same way. Yeah, same thing. They're there to yeah, bring some name to it and then once they establish other stars, they're gone. Same with Dunn. Yeah. Dunn falls in the same. And then we have Speaking the of, yeah. title match, the title UK match? championship. Six hundred and seventy million day reigning champion Pete Dunne yep. versus Joe Coffee. It's actually funny that I occasionally forget Tyler Bate was the original champion because Dunne's held it for so long I sometimes so, think he was the original. No. But Bate had it for like a fucking year before that too. I know. Yeah, we've only had the two. I'm going to take Dunne on this one. Um, I don't yeah. think it changes yet. I don't either. It I, doesn't change until Dunne's done with... Right, completely. With... NXT, right. UK, yeah. I think this changes hand. Well, no, that's stupid. Yeah, maybe the next takeover, NXT UK takeover. Yeah. Hopefully, they do one around Mania or something. I've been, I've just been calling it Blackpool. What they should do, 
what they should do is they should have one Mania weekend because they move TakeOver to Friday. Okay. They have a Hall of Fame on Saturday. You do a live TakeOver from the UK on Saturday morning. On Saturday. Right. So it's like 3 o'clock here. 8 o'clock there. They get a live show Mania weekend in London or something. Right. And That's then, actually a really good, good idea, dude. Right. And then it would still be before right. the Hall of Fame here. Right. Right? That'd be dope. That would be. That's the best idea I've ever had for wrestling. So I could wake up. <laughs> or right. I could watch it. I mean, I'd already be awake, but I could watch it. I was going to say, if you're not waking up till 3 o'clock, dude. Yeah, I have kids. <laughs> Wish. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. This should be a good card all the way around. It should, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see if something else is added. I've been impressed with... I expected this to be a carbon copy of NXT, and it hasn't been yet. I mean, there's a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. but the production's a little different. Like, it feels like a British show. It yeah. really does. Oh, speaking of, I did have another thing for news real quick. Oh. Nigel McGuinness is going to get his own network special looking back at his, like, wrestling career and shit. Oh, that'll be fine. Yeah. They should do one more Corey Graves after that, make it a whole fucking series. Right. But, yeah. Now I want to see Byron Saxton do one. (laughs) See, the funny thing is, though, Nigel McGuinness actually had a good career. That's true. He was a good wrestler. That's why they're doing it. But, yeah, I just think it's, it's dope. Let's see. I'm trying to see... What are you trying to see? May 7th. No. Yeah, he won NXT Chicago 2017. Right. Jesus Christ. Right. That was in fucking June. Takeover Chicago. That's crazy. Still one of my favorite NXT shows ever. Yeah. It might be my favorite NXT show ever. Takeover Chicago was amazing. Although, if I recall, the one with the uh, was Gargano Almas main event also had a ridiculously sick mm. heart on it, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you figure that's the one where, yeah, we had the DIY tag tag, ugh, DIY tag championships and all that. Yeah. It was amazing. And all right. it was right before my hero went out hurt. Yeah, that dick. And I just found a way to slip chop into the episode, too. I've done it every episode since I declared he was my hero on the podcast. He's been mentioned by me on every single episode. You said his name earlier, technically, just because he didn't get me any points. Right, because he didn't, because he's a pussy. Because there was only one match. (laughs) Champ can't have all the matches. And that takes us to rankings. All right. Yeah, oh. That's what we're doing. Top 100 wrestlers. Close my laptop. So. I need it. So to remind you, buds, uh, we had already locked in 100 through 91. And real Mm -hmm. quick, I'm just going to read mine off in the list. Uh, Starting with 100 down to 91, it was Rick Steiner, Magnum TA, Lex Luger, Playboy Buddy Rose, Ole Anderson, Ray the Crippler Stevens, Jimmy Snuka, Gino Hernandez, and Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. And mine was Rick Steiner, Lex Luger, Magnum TA, Scott Steiner, Gino Hernandez, Ken Patier, Ray the Crippler Stevens, Ole Anderson, Playboy Buddy Rose, and Abdullah the fucking Butcher. So yeah, now we go through the list of uh, 90, no, sorry, 80, down through 71, and we're going to go through those 20 wrestlers, and we have reorganized, well, we're not, we've already reorganized them. Yeah, 90 through 71. So, is that what I said it was 90? 
That's what I did. Well, you said 90, and then you corrected yourself to 80. Oh. <laughs> and actually, it's funny, because when I stopped to correct, I was asked, actually trying to see if the 71 was right or not, and didn't realize I messed up the first number. Okay, so yeah, so 90 to 71. So, uh, number 90 originally was Dean Malenko, and mm-hmm. as you buds know from the last time we ordered, we moved him way he's, up, yeah. and, and he's, he's again up. way moved up, so yeah. I instead replaced Mr. Malenko with the Honky Talk Man, and that decision is locked in. And uh, mine is Ox Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 89 was originally Jimmy Snuka, mm-hmm. and I have moved Ben John Stud into that position. I have moved Jimmy Snuka into that position. <laughs> so he stayed exactly where, where he belongs. belongs. Yeah. Uh, Ole Anderson was 88. I placed Goldberg at 88. Me too. Um, and then we had Ray the Crippler Stevens coming in at 87. I actually had Ken Patera at 87. And I put Honky Tonk Man, because he's a Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. 86. 86 was, was... Big Dick Batista. And I replaced him with Eddie Gilbert. And I replaced him... See, I had to put Big Dick and replace him with Big John Stud. Mud Stud. Because his middle name's Mud. The, the two Ds. Yeah. Uh, Scott Steiner at 85, I replaced him with Kevin Von Erich, the one that's still alive. Yeah. And I replaced him with Jeff Jarrett, double J. J-E-double-R... J J E double F J double double T. I can spell Jeff. Yeah. Uh, number eighty four was Playboy Buddy Rose. Mm-hmm. I put Ox Baker in at number eighty four. Right, quite higher than mine. And I put yeah. Senior Eddie Gilbert. So yeah. but you had a couple behind. Yeah. Um, and then at number eighty three was Ox Baker, who mm-hmm. I so I only moved him back one spot. This is where I ended up placing Mr. Michael P. S. Hayes Doc Hendricks. Do do do. And I put Ricky fucking Morton. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Um, 82 was Mike Rotundo, and that's where I ended up placing Jimmy Jam Garvin. Did I put Michael Hayes? Yeah. And then 81 was Michael Hayes, and I replaced him with J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T. It's Jeff Jarrett now. And I I put Kevin Von Eric in this position. And they are all locked in, buds. Yep. No more to move. They no cannot be moved anywhere else. Jeff Jarrett will forever, well, not forever. They will be 81 until we're done. Yeah. We'll talk about forever later. So, yeah, forever um, a long time. So, real quick, just there was a couple people on our list who were, we were like pretty, pretty way different about that we disagreed with quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we were right on with Goldberg. It's the only. Other than uh, Rick Steiner at 100, I think it's the only one we agreed upon from 100 all the way down to 81 was Goldberg and Rick Steiner. That's great. So that shows the diversity of what we both like in wrestling and that mm-hmm. there are some distinct differences in what I like versus what you like. Yes. Which, when we get to the top five here, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Four, maybe, whatever. That are pretty much identical, yeah. more or less, when we get there. But yeah. um, at number 80, and these can, guys can still move, but it originally was Goldberg, and this is where I ended up placing Shane Douglas. Mm-hmm. So he's 10th so far of all the wrestlers we've discussed, in my opinion. Yeah. And I put Mike Rotundo in this spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can get that. Uh, number 79. You put him further up. True. And actually, yeah, um, I did. That's a valid point. Uh, Pat Patterson was 79. 
<laughs> I was going to say something and I forgot what it was. Yes, I did. That is a valid point. I was trying to think and I forgot, so I just said, fuck it, let's move on. <laughs> I just said it that way. Number 79 was originally Pat Patterson, and uh, I ended up putting Ricky Morton in this mm-hmm. position. And this is where I put Shane Douglas. So. Yeah, we were only off one by him. That's yeah. pretty close there. Yeah. And um, Ricky Morton was one that we were a little bit off on. You haven't yeah. locked him, but he's only back on 83 on your list. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, but yeah, that's our nines. That's Shane Douglas for BJ Morton for me. Yep. Uh, number 78 was actually Shane Douglas on the list. Yeah, um, this is where I placed Pat Patterson. Yeah, I put Jim, Jim and Jimmy, whatever. Jimmy Garvin. Jimmy Jim Garvin. Yeah, I couldn't get it. Yeah, so... Um, Too many J's. Yeah. At 78 was originally Shane Douglas, and you know that's not the case because BJ and I have already mentioned Shane Douglas. I replaced him with Mr. Pat Patterson. We just did I just that. did that. Number 77 was the wow. phenomenal AJ Styles, and that's obviously wrong. Uh, that's where Pat I put Patterson. Mike Rotundo. Yeah, and I put Pat Patterson in this spot. Right. It's obviously wrong now, I mean. No, I know. Back then, that's yeah, that's probably, it's back probably then, not maybe, accurate right? back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Um, number 76 was originally the Honky Tonk Man, mm-hmm. and this is where Dean Malenko fell on my list. I put the Great Muda at this spot. Mm-hmm. Dropped a little bit for me, but... Yeah. Yeah, and so that would be sixth place for the two of us. Yes. So coming in at number five, or 75, was originally mm-hmm. Jimmy Jam Garvin, as we yep. both mentioned. Uh, this is where I placed the Great Muda. Right, and I put Dean Malenko. So we just swapped those two yes, on our list it. between our fourth and or fifth and sixth places. Right. Um, one, one, two, three, and four are pretty going to be easier. Uh, originally, 74 was Big John Stud, and this is where I placed Owen Hart. Yeah, we both did. Yep. They, these next four. Next yeah, that's true. They, they match did. identically. They all match. 77, or so, sorry, 73 was three. originally Jeff Jarrett. We right. both put Batista here. Yeah, Big Dick Batista yeah. goes in this spot. Yeah. Uh, 72 was the Great Muda, and this is where Ron Simmons fell for both of us. Yep. I'm happy you liked him as much as you did. I, I knew you would yeah. once you watched this WCW. That's why stuff. I was I was literally going into it just because I didn't want to I tell knew you his yeah. WWE stuff. Yeah. And then his excellent film. And it was cool because they get shower. That's why here I'm like, why do you water? But that's why fucking wiener kids. Um, and then last but not least, number seventy one was originally Ron Simmons, yeah. and this is where obviously the phenomenal AJ Styles is yeah. placed. Um, we've looked through the next 10 we're doing, uh-huh. and then we kind of look through the top 10 on the list. Actually, I kind of look through the top 15. Yeah. But this is going to be exciting. It is. Uh, we've got some, some sweet names coming up. There's going to be a lot of guys getting swapped up, and I can tell you just from the original top 10, it's not going to stay that way. No. I think not at all. potentially four of the top 10 are going to remain in the top 10 most likely by the time we're done. And in fact, yeah. I've already think. I think I've already seen one guy who might make it into the top ten. Me too. And we've only watched through Wrestler 71. Mike Rotunda, man. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> no. He's uh, the last guy not locked in right now. <laughs> no, AJ yeah. Styles, obviously. No, I know, obviously. He's fun. Yeah, he's had an amazing career. Um, but, yeah, so this is fun. Next week, we'll... Uh, I guess we'll try to do two again. I, I think so. I, I think like we should keep two. doing two. I think it, it it's going to move this through faster, right. and then it makes it more entertaining. Because um, we were just talking about that. Like, some of these guys yeah. we're talking about, we watched Wrestle like 20 weeks ago. Right. We need to speed it up just for our memory's sake. And for you guys, too. Yeah, because you can't fucking remember. Um, Plus, like, they want, like it's going to take us 100 episodes at this rate. Right. Plus the in-between episodes just to get them. So right. we'll do two things at a time. But um, I do, to finish out, what we did decide is 
handful of years down the road, if we're still doing the podcast thing here, we're going to pull these lists out mm-hmm. and replace a, a, the bottom with a handful of new wrestlers that weren't on this list at all to catch up with the times. And we're going to redo it again, buds, yep. to see how our opinions change of wrestlers over time and whatnot. And then I think when that's all said and done, we'll do a big special, like a little episode going on the differences between where guys were originally and we, where we moved into and why it changed. If it was just because we added better wrestlers to the list, they fell back spots or what, right. or something changed our opinion of them or what it was. I think it'll be fun. Um, don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at BudsWW. You can send yep. email to the Gmail at the same place. You should do that. Uh, you can hit me up on the Twitter if you want to reach me personally at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore guns. Daryl underscore guns. And I'm at uh, Beej2004, that's B double E J two double zero four. Yeah. And um, make sure make sure you're telling everybody. Um, yeah, you should tell everybody, tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell a frenemy. Tell Scre- screaming in the road, screaming from the top of a mountain. Tell the ice cream man. Tell the ice cream man. Yeah, send, send, send a tweet to Gordon Ramsay and let him know. Yeah, you, oh you should definitely do that. If someone does Gordon that us. if someone does that, I will retweet you. That's a promise. I will too, and the Buds <laughs> official Buds WW Twitter account will as well. Most likely, and maybe we'll say your your name. We'll give say you a, we'll, name, yeah, we'll give you props on the fucking thing. I'll say your Twitter handle on here. Uh, depends what it is. It's uh at d a double r e double l underscore g u n s. I'm not saying that on here. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I already said it. It's too late. I'm not saying it though. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'll say it. I don't give a shit. You can say it. It's like the whole Zack Ryder on the BNC pod. Right. Like, you can have, you can say it, but I'm not going to say it. It doesn't count if I don't say it. Agreed. So. No, I'm we don't that. both say it. Oh, so, fuck okay. that guy. But anyways, until <laughs> next time, buds, that's BJ over there. Boom, that's Daryl over there. Peace out. I stumbled. That's all right. It happens. Is it? Are you sure? I am sure. Is this better? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>